Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hi there, this is Mark Sorrell with Plan Vision, and I am pleased to have Ian Faber with me. We're, Ian and I are going to do a series of sessions where we talk about different tax issues. Uh, primarily, we will be talking about the issues that are faced by American expats, but we'll also periodically from time to time get into issues that are tax issues that are faced by domestic Americans as well. I've known Ian for, gosh, I don't know how long, but it's got to be coming up in about three years. And I was referred to Ian by one of my clients and I was looking for a competent tax advisor that I could reach out to as I was learning more and more about the issues faced by Americans abroad. And Ian has been incredibly helpful in helping me better understand how Americans can deal with their tax filing issues and their tax questions as expats. And I have been very comfortable in referring Ian to my clients as they look out for or reach out for tax assistance. So um, I'm going to introduce, or there's an introduction of Ian. Um, Thanks a lot for coming on tonight. Really appreciate it, Mark. Thank you very much for the invite and uh, really looking forward to going through some really good, interesting topics that can hopefully help help your clients and your your potential clients um, uh, through the process of navigating those expat tax waters. Great. Thanks. One of the things I wanted to chat with you initially on was the um, just kind of a, a general overview of what an American expat uh, is faced with when they go abroad as it relates to the foreign income exclusion. Um, can you maybe just describe how that works? This may, you know, a lot of Americans will already that are abroad will already know about that, but if you could provide maybe a quick primer on how this impacts how an American abroad will file their taxes. Yes, absolutely. So the United States is one of those only countries uh, that taxes based on citizenship. Um, we, no matter where we are, um, the IRS wants to keep their tabs on us and have an understanding of what's going on um, from a, a, an overall tax perspective for individuals. Mm-hmm. And this uh, really re- relates to all the, the rules that we normally uh, have to adhere to as, as a domestic U.S. tax filer will all still be a present and, and applicable with the IRS while you're abroad as well. The okay. IRS taxes on worldwide income. They report everything, and all those requirements that are there are still right there when you live abroad. So you have this, this aspect uh, that the, the, the IRS creates, that you have this continued filing, continue to report your worldwide earnings, and continue to, to report all those, all those items that need to be reported as if you were here from a U.S. perspective. So, so when you go abroad, you are still required to file a U.S. tax form? Absolutely. There's some very minor cases where if you have no earnings and whatnot, then, then maybe no. But for the most part, if you're working abroad, you definitely absolutely need to go ahead and file an annual tax return with the IRS. Okay. So there is an exclusion limit at which if you're an American abroad and you earn above a certain amount or below a certain amount, however you want to look at that, that you do not have to pay taxes on your income. Is that correct? Absolutely. This is one of the questions I get asked most frequently. The IRS's intention is not for double taxation. 
and that's part of what we, we do and basically what I do on a daily basis to assist my clients and individuals in those situations is to avoid that double taxation. Um, and the, the main item that the IRS is using, it's the traditional most commonly used item is the foreign earned income exclusion. And what the foreign earned income exclusion is, it's virtually an offset against your foreign earned earnings um, up to that amount right directly off, offset on your US return. So it basically excludes that portion of, of the earnings. Um, for going into 2018, the exclusion is generally right around $105,000. I think the exact number is 100000 okay. And it, it's, it's adjusted by inflation each year a little bit, a couple hundred dollars increase each year, but it's virtually an offset against your earnings. So if you make below that exclusion amount, it simply is an offset and you report a zero zero income item on your US tax return. Okay. So if I'm if I'm working abroad and I make $75,000 US, I'm not paying taxes here if I if I claim the exclusion limit. Absolutely. Okay. The key the key aspect is one is obviously you have to be a resident of a foreign country and two those earnings have to be considered foreign source. Um that's a big key which if you're there in a in a foreign country outside the US and you're, you're working, those earnings are considered foreign source and they would be offset. You'd have that direct offset, 75,000 direct offset, and you have that zero adjusted gross income, zero taxation. And it's just a really a compliance item when it comes to filing from a US perspective. So if I'm making 150,000 US, then I'm essentially paying taxes or I'm claiming that additional 45 or so, and I have to pay US taxes on that, is that correct? Maybe it always the the magical item is always depends in a lot of ways. Okay. But so that's a great question. And the next step is after the exclusion, since you know some people do get up over that uh, foreign earned income income exclusion amount. The next aspect is there's foreign tax credit offsets, and that basically means is if you're paying taxes in your in your foreign country where you're you're living and working, you mm -hmm. can offset that against um, your your additional any residual U.S. tax liability as well. So in just a quick example, UK is a great example. Mm -hmm. UK has a fairly high, high tax rate. Um, once you get over that exclusion amount, um, if you're sitting there paying 40 or 45% to the UK, your equivalent on the US side would be maybe in the, the 20%, 22% range. Okay. You would basically just take that direct offset against the, the US liability from the taxes paid in the UK. And again, in, still in the same situation, there is no double taxation. You pay your taxes in, in your... Host, host country location, and you get those either the exclusion or credits on the U.S. side. Okay. So is it reasonably safe to assume then that most Americans, when they go abroad, are, are really not going to be taxed twice on earned income? Is that, generally speaking, a, a safe statement to make? Absolutely. That's the goal. Okay. That's the absolute goal is you want to avoid any double taxation. Now there's various the various factors that come into play where it depends on the, the your host country's taxation um, rules and and regulations in, mm -hmm. in that area as well. Some some countries have higher tax tax rates. Other countries have lower tax rates in comparison to the U.S. And some countries have zero tax in, yeah. individual income tax. And that's where those items come into play where you're not being double taxed, but you're paying tax somewhere in, in that situation. Sure. So if you pay zero tax in that, in that host location where you're, you're living and working, 
on the backside on the U.S., there could be a residual U.S. tax liability if there's no offset against that. Okay. So just to to maybe clarify this then from my understanding, I have a lot of clients in the UAE. If I've got an American client there, they're making 300000 in earnings. So they they claim the the, the exclusion. And so for the first, first 105000 is exempt from U.S. taxes. But again, is it kind of safe to say that if they're not paying any taxes in the UAE, they're going to certainly be paying taxes on a significant amount of their income in the UAE? Is that true? or? Well, they'll pay those taxes here in the U.S. Yes, they'll pay them to the U.S. Okay. You had that exclusion up to that 105000 On top of also within the foreign earned income exclusion, there is also a housing exclusion that comes into play. There's a, 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 a floor threshold that you have to get above. And there's actually, based on countries, there's different various uh, limits on, on the housing exclusion that can be taken and, and the, the specific location of within that country, the city or, or area where, where you live that can okay. add to that exclusion. But basically, once you get over that exclusion, if you have no foreign tax credits to offset it, you then pay U.S. tax liability on that, those okay. earnings. How does this work? Maybe you can give a general comment on how this works for couples. Uh, so do they, are they treated, do they each have their own exclusion limit or how does that work? That's a, that's a great question, Mark. Absolutely. So the foreign earned income exclusion is applied based on the individual. So each individual has the ability to claim the foreign earned income exclusion and receive that 105000 exclusion from earnings. Now that's specific to each each individual. Okay. Um, there's no carryover. There's no if if one spouse um, makes fifty grand, that would leave fifty five thousand that can be carried over sure. to the other spouse. They stay in their separate silos and their separate buckets. But each spouse receives that that foreign earned income exclusion under the rule. Sure. So let's assume a couple was going to go abroad and they were going to work for the same employer. And one of them was going to be earn seventy thousand. The other one was going to, going to earn one hundred thirty thousand. And now this might be a ridiculous example. Would it make sense for them to try and negotiate both, earning a hundred thousand? Absolutely, that okay. definitely would be a great planning point. I, I don't know the feasibility of that actually yeah. occurring, <laughs> but it definitely would be the, the best planning point in that in that scenario because each spouse would receive that hundred and five thousand. If the allocation was a hundred and hundred to each 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 spouse, mm-hmm. they would both claim the exclusion and have have zero. If one was earning seventy and the other was earning one hundred and thirty, mm-hmm. the one spouse making seventy would be fully excluded, offset yep. the full full amount. The other spouse would get up to that one hundred and five and have a residual twenty five thousand that would come into play as a uh, as a taxable taxable amount that could create a, mm-hmm. a residual U.S. liability. A couple of other kind of questions that come to mind as you had chatted about those. Are there circumstances where an American would be abroad but not have foreign sourced income? Do you see that come up very much where, you know, somebody goes to work at a location, but they are still considered to be American residents? Would you see that very much? Absolutely. So the sourcing of income, actually, it's basically it, it, the, the, the way the rules are written is it's where you are physically located that drives the, the sourcing. So if you have, if, if for your job, you, you travel quite a bit and you, you're traveling back to the U.S. performing services, um, you, could, you, you could create quite a limit on, on you know, creating a U.S. source liability. 
creating a U.S. source of earnings, and then have a uh, have an allocation on your tax returns where each country would have the right to tax certain amounts based on where you're physically working. Um, in a lot of cases, that, that is absolutely the technicality of the rule based on how the sourcing should work and how it should go okay. forward. We also look at, in, in situations like that, there's also uh, international uh, income tax treaties that come into play that allow us to, uh, you know, allocate in the appropriate manner if certain things are being taxed in certain ways to help to help streamline the, the filing process. But in for all intents and purposes, based on the, the technical rules, yes, a sourcing can definitely come into play based on where you're physically working. Okay, I see. So another key point to that no, is, go, go ahead. Another key point to that is, is that from a, um, you know, where items are being paid from really does not have a, a huge uh, impact on it. Um, you can be paid from a certain country, but it's where you're actually physically working that, that drives it. So if you're being paid locally on a local contract in whatever location, mm-hmm. it doesn't, if you're physically working in the U.S., then it would be considered U.S. source. I so see. the source of the, the actual payments or the earnings isn't necessarily a, okay. a big impact, but it does, you know, it's, so that's a, that's a question that I, I get quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm paid here. Um, but the, the actual where it comes from isn't really the key. It's where you're actually physically working. Sure. A couple of other questions that um, certainly would affect a lot of these folks that go abroad is, uh, how does it work if you go abroad, let's say in September of a year and you start earning income in October, what would be the implications to your taxes in that year? Uh, that's a fabulous question. And it, it's, you know, there's very few instances in, in today's day and age where it's a clean January one leave okay. and, okay. and it's a full year scenario. In those cases, it's, you're basically filing a part year. There's going to be a part year where you're domestic on the U.S. side. And then when you do go abroad, it's a part year. And, and based on a part year uh, filing, you basically get a, a prorated portion of the exclusion. Okay. Um, I want to get into the, 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 the pure technicality of, of the exclusion, sure. the rules and, the, and everything yeah. there. We okay. could probably do a separate session on that, that as alone. Okay. But there would be a prorated scenario where you would get a, 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 a portion of the exclusion based on the amount of time you are abroad. Okay. So, but, but, Really, what it comes down to, you go abroad, a lot of Americans are making below the foreign income exclusion limit. They just do their tax, they still file their tax forms, and that's the process, what it, really what it comes down to, right? Yeah, I think that's, you know, ultimately, I, you know, in assisting my clients, um, it's, it's one of those things that you, you want to avoid that double taxation, and, and you want to use the tools that you have available that are offered based mm-hmm. on the, the rules and regulations. And in a lot of cases, that's, that's definitely absolutely the case. And you, you basically, you're trying to just meet the requirements from a compliance perspective. You're reporting your, your worldwide earnings. You're getting down to claiming the exclusion or claiming foreign tax credits to offset that. And it, it, in a lot of ways, it makes a lot of sense. If you're living and working in a, in a foreign country, you're there. You're part of that community. Yep. You're part of that, that local, local presence. They have the right to tax you. They have the right to to apply their rules to, to, your, to your earnings and those type, type of situations. So it makes sense to pay those taxes locally yep. and receive those credits on the, on the U.S. side. And that, that's ultimately, I think, the IRS is definitely, they're not, they're, in, for many ways, they, they can seem like they're coming after us, but in, in many ways, that's not their intention. And I know in certain cases, the rules can be harsh and drive something, a U.S. liability, when in that case, it's not really, it doesn't seem fair. But for all intents and purposes, that's not, what the, the IRS is, yep. is looking at is just it's more 
kind of on a, uh, you know, kind of on a, uh, you know, just, you know, where it's, where it's, ta where you're living and working, it should be taxed and to avoid that double taxation on the U.S. side. Great. Thanks, Ian. I really appreciate spending some time with us to give us this uh, quick primer on how the foreign income exclusion works for American expats as they're abroad. Really appreciate it, Mark. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll look forward to future sessions with you. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Plan Vision podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.